now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning, bedheads, and welcome to another day. I hope I sound nice and cheery. I don't know why, because I am upset. We are not sleeping well in Georgia, okay? Um, but I'm up, and I've already done a few things. But just keep in mind, this is unscripted as we talk as you listen to me talk myself out of bed and into the day and there are several different episodes um please go back and scroll back in case the topic of today is not one that you need maybe you can just you know put it to the side if you're finding out because it's on my timeline your timeline a friend's timeline dive in okay all right so one of the reasons i'm saying we're not sleeping well in georgia because uh, on the day before 24 hours and not even 24 hours, but day before this podcast, our governor said it was time to reopen the state. And I know that's a topic that's going around the nation inside of America. For those of you that are listening all over the place and it just caused all of us to be, um, um, uneasy about it. And particularly because it wasn't about just opening up the state because, um, it basically threw an industry under the bus and those are, that's a particular industry. One that I blog about it's the salons and the barbershops, uh, restaurants was in there as well as gyms. I think bowling alleys, you know, things that are pretty much elective. And I say it kind of through those industries under the bus. Cause they, I don't know that they even asked for this. And I know, you know, for me, um, when all of this first started, when they were talking about what would be essential and what wouldn't be essential, I was kind of, I didn't understand why salons and barbershops were shut down anyway. Okay, come at me if you want, but let me just say, because it is a highly regulated industry if you know, those who regulate the industry, whether to actually do their jobs, but it's kind of a highly regulated industry, just as much sanitized as our hospitals are because I've seen, you know, in fact, my daughter uh, has a salon and my, you know, I, I go to the barbershop with a great friend that I went to school with, um, that's in charge of my hair. My daughter keeps up with my skin and you know, she does the makeup, the lashes and all of that. And I know how much, uh, both of them being, uh, salon owners, what they have to go through in order to pr- prove you know, to, to maintain their, uh, their licensing, it's a licensing situation, right? Now I know a lot of y'all doing the YouTubers and going to people's houses and all that kind of stuff and so forth. But at, even at the same time, not even at the same time, let me just talk about the professionals. Okay. Who are going through the licensing, going to the bo- boards and getting inspections and, and really taking care. I mean, if you think about it, those industries have been around a while and, uh, neither of them have really been a source for a pandemic. I'm just saying. Okay. So I didn't understand why the shutdown, because even if we needed to have a, some kind of limits to this thing, and I understand in this pandemic, cause it seems like nobody really has a handle on this thing. So, okay, shut it all down, but we didn't shut it all down. And I live in a state that we really, I haven't been out of the house except for once in a month, but when I went out, I was like, wait, where, what are people still doing? Uh, I have essential workers in my family. Uh, I have, I have friends that are, that are still working. So there's so much that, that 
cause me angst, anxiety uh, when the governor made his statement because this is the same governor that said he had no clue about what being asymptomatic and that you could, this thing was contagious amongst asymptomatic people. Like this, the man has had to, the man has even said to the point of, you know, forgive him because he was a home builder. He was a builder before he stole the election. You know, he didn't say he stole the election. We all just say he stole the election because we had the most controversial uh, election in the, in the country being that he didn't resign from another position which over which was the office of overseeing the election so we we caught up with this guy y'all we caught up with this dude and i'm telling right now as i'm doing this podcast i have gripped my face so much trying to hold my brain inside my head as i'm talking to you guys this is this is one of those panic podcasts this is a sheer panic podcast but as you know, with me, I try to I try to find the logic. I try to make it make sense. I try to figure out like what's going on. I didn't. I don't want to run around and say the sky is falling, sky is falling. I'm like, listen, that piece failed. Here's why that piece failed. Here's how we get it back up there. That's me. That's me. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, I don't think these industries ask for this. I don't think any gym out there wants to be responsible for maintaining a level. And again, that should be another area that's highly licensed and having to do uh, different things with safety. But when you think about it, I don't think any these industries that were mentioned, the bowling alleys, the salons, the barbershops, the gyms, I don't think they want to be accountable uh, for this. This is a, a, this was a pat, I'm, I'm going to pass the buck uh, announcement, if anything, because your, I don't know if he was beholden to the president. They're both from the same party. I, I don't know if he, you know, the president going to come on today and say, hey, we got some states opening and whatever. Uh, all I know is that I just watched a video of, of the Atlanta's mayor who said she was in communication with some of the other mayors. And they're like, they don't know why he said it. He didn't talk to any of them. Uh, he's certainly not going down the street to the Center for Disease Control and finding out what he should say. This was, uh, I don't, we don't know what it was. We don't know what it was. And uh, I know I was like, I couldn't sleep last night because timelines were going crazy. And I woke up and they were still there. And, and, and one thing that I posted had a number of comments. And I literally asked, I'm like, okay, well, should black people just chill, <laughs> right? And it's getting crazy comments. Not crazy comments, but it's getting in, insane engagement uh, because people feel like we should just Because I'm telling you. And I don't know about anybody else trying to understand how black people keep driving up because we have to, we have to, because you, we have, we have to, I don't care if you come out tomorrow with a cure, we still got to ask the question, what does it mean for the DNA that runs within us for the melanin? You know, how does all of this react with that? Right. And we know that, uh, for a fact that, one of the reasons we are seeing larger cases and larger deaths is because people have one had to continuously do what they've been doing. And also because there are so many greater disparities in our healthcare system. I spent three dead on years dealing with our healthcare system. Uh, another two years trying to go through the grief process of the failure of our healthcare system. And so, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little bit jaded and shaded on trusting these systems uh, as it relates to black and brown people. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm saying black and brown, but I don't even know. We there's some inner tribes up in that. I'm just saying. But again, going back to um, trying to monitor some of the discussions that's going on, I then had to go to my timeline and say, Hey, listen, guys, 
Um, let's watch how we're using this word work because we don't want to offend people. And I'm seeing some, some reaction to that reaction in that way. We don't want to offend people that have had to continue, continually work. Those essential workers, those people who hadn't been able to go and barricade them, barricade themselves in their homes or order all this stuff online, have some residual income and, and, and all those different things that, that some people seem to have. There are some people who had to supplement their income in other ways. There are people who are waiting online to find out if they're going to get their unemployment. Some people said that, well, the governor saying that the state's back open that means these some of these entities now that they can open and if people don't come to work then those people don't get their unemployment but we're in a pandemic we're in a pandemic and the numbers are the numbers have not changed now i don't understand why the governor threw these elective things because there you get your hair done or not now I, there is some now let me tell you i think grooming should be a thing I think if you're still out there if you're going back to work if you're an essential worker i think groom i think you know hair should be dealt with okay i think grooming uh should be a major part of this thing right i'm still trying to figure out how the one day i left my house because i couldn't get certain things done delivered i'm like i went out i'm still trying to figure out why i went i went to go to five stores all in one day man if that one roulette roulette i don't know what it was i ain't gonna call it russian it was georgia roulette um Every store I went in, I'm like, I didn't smell any strong disinfectants. I didn't see any wet floor signs. I didn't see any cleaning crews. And I saw people grabbing the same bottle of, of I guess it was disinfectant, spraying down their carts. I'm like, but you, you all, everybody grabbing that same bottle, spraying down their cart. It's like, that don't make sense. Okay, just please go wash your hands. So I, when I came back, I'm like, I don't remember smelling any kind of disinfectant. I, I expected strong senses of either ammonia, bleach. I didn't even smell fabuloso. Um, none of that. And I didn't see, I didn't see anybody in, in a hazmat or a cleaning crew. I didn't see the thing with the thing they ride around and clean the floor. I'm like, I think stores should be, if you are open, I think it should shut down every two hours or something and do something. Okay. I don't understand it. But again, I don't understand why I got, why our governor went out there, stood, he didn't even, he's not even doing this inside. Y'all he's doing these press conferences like outside so the wind can blow and they could get their distance, right? He's like, no, y'all ain't coming up in my office. We're going to do this outside. We have this little area, uh, atrium area across from the Capitol. And they do this outside. But I don't understand why did he throw these particular industries under the bus. This ain't even about conspiracy theories. This is about politics. This is about people who are playing with lives. Because, first of all, and I know they, they said with strict social distancing, uh, rules and regulations. I don't think these businesses want to be accountable as to what could happen to their customers and them, because it's really hard. As I saw people out and about, it's really hard to regulate people. There were some people that are taking this stuff serious. There are some people who are not, there were people in, in, and people say, hey, listen, stop throwing shade when you see families having to go to the store. If you're a person that has to go to the store, you know you can't leave the kids in the car because then people do what? Can't leave the kids home, then people do what? So there are people who are out there having to go to the store with their young people in tow and their families and so forth because um, they you've been isolated. Now you can't have nobody watch the kids and things like that because, I mean, we probably should have thought about this thing a little bit when you 
isolated. Now, again, you got to be able to discuss it without feeling like you're hurting somebody's feelings or throwing shade. Because I had to post again this morning. It's like, listen, y'all, think about you know we, we keep saying work as if nobody's working. We're this state has not not yet experienced a full shutdown. People have not really, and I'm not. And again, it's like God, the words. There's not enough words to segment out this discussion the way we need to. Okay, there are people who are, have were immediately classified as essential workers, uh, and some of those were companies that probably really could have, should have shut down. Some people are glad those companies did not shut down because that while there are a number of employees who, who had kids who couldn't go to work, it, a lot of people are making extra income. Um, those who could, you know, who could keep going. Um, and I'm, I'm like, when you're thinking about, I, I keep want to digest this like this. If we are together every day, isn't like the time that you're spending at work, it's, it's like when you stop doing that and now everybody, if you do go back to work, those are immune systems that have to get acclimated to each other yet again. You know, it's, there's something to that. It's just like when we send the kids to school for the first week, you know, what comes home, everybody comes home with a cold because again, all those immune systems and habits have to reacclimate. And that's why I was so worried about the kids, uh, coming home and then having to go back to school. Um, uh, all of those things need to be applied. I'm not saying, I'm just saying that as a mom, I know when, whenever that first week of school would come, I would have to hit my kids off with some vitamin C, make sure their immune system was up. Um, and we, we would use the emergencies and all that other stuff. Um, so that they wouldn't come home with those, you know, first of the year colds. And then you had the flus and the flu, the flu and all this other stuff, you know, and God forbid, if it was like chicken pox and all that kind of stuff. You know, if you had kids back in our day, if one got it, you make sure they all got it and get it over and dealt with. People even had that kind of conversation about COVID. Should we all get it and be done with it? You know, people still don't, they, they still don't know. And some people are coming through it. We're like, wait, you only had that symptom where you had, it's like, it's still, nobody really knows. But yet we had a governor say, Oh, well, we can go ahead and go back to enjoying some elected stuff. Now I know for our state and our city, this is a very popular time of year. Um, I'm getting reminders on my phone about festivals. We were all, we were all enjoying last year, um, that, you know, can't go and they were outdoor. I, I love outdoor stuff. But again, if I'm going to follow rules and regulations, who's to say that I'm still not in danger because some ignorant soul is going to come through trying to infect people or just some careless person, right? Um, look how much we have this had to discuss just simple cleanliness, washing your hands and all of those different things. But again, why politically did the governor or I don't know if I'm, I need to go back and find out like what is the list of things? Cause people grabbed on to, and I know it's a lot of black folk on my timeline. Okay. And they were like, wait, why is these are things that we participate in largely? Okay. So then let's, as if we're going to say that, let's as a collective group decide how we're going to participate in these things going forward. All right. I so want a haircut. I know the people who take care of me of those elective um, services. And I know that we can have, we can put all kinds of precautions in place and do it safely. 
But then again, there's the risk because how do I know that somebody else is not going to come in and dishonestly, they, they don't feel well, but they, you know, come and get a haircut. If I come before, after or whatever, you know, it's like, it's so much risk. And, but again, there are things that can be put up again, that to the side, why throw this industry under the bus? Um, gyms. No, I don't get that. Even with fitness, there are ways in which you can obtain your fitness goals without having to run back to the industry of the gym. And I know in my, in my particular neighborhood, there was a buyout recently of what was it? Gold's gym. And they were getting ready to consolidate and open this amazing center at the beginning of all of this. And I know that that's been a whole, I can't imagine the hardship that that has put on either. And I don't know if it was a, a smaller entity, larger entity that was doing this, but I can imagine the hardship because that's, those are people who, you know, weren't classified as essential and have been out of work and hopefully have been able to supplement their incomes in other ways. But I mean, there, there, when you think of social distancing, there was, there are ways in which it could be done, but are these some, because people lost some income, um, would these industries have suffered anyway because income was less, right? Again, those are some legitimate discussions we should be having and could have had our governor not thrown these industries just under the bus, either to distract us or just to get us talking uh, while they go do some other things. I don't know. Is it, as people said, just another way to decrease the roles of unemployment? Because I know nationwide there's discussion about giving individuals and households uh, an allotment of what about $2,000 I'm hearing. Uh, it, the, the other protection programs, they the money went so fast that they're having to go back and find more money um, because you are essentially telling people and, and me and now think about it. We live in a country where there's so much already subsidized in this country. If you never thought about that, let me tell you, think about that. There are some, there's some, there's some bank accounts that's getting all kinds of subsidies on the regular. Okay. So it's basically just another substance. We were already having that discussion. And I know sometimes it keeps me up at night. It keeps me from getting out of bed. When you realize there are people already getting all kinds of subsidies. Think about our farm industry. We don't grow a lot around here. We don't make a lot around here. Some and over the last 20 years, America became a, a service industry. Um, but look, as soon as COVID happened, they were like, okay, where are all the skilled workers? Where are the people with this skill and that skill? And that's good. They, they've, uh, manufacturing has jumped up, uh, where I live, our, our, uh, what is it? I guess our city or our County start is doing very well because warehousing is, you know, people warehouse a lot of warehouses are being built. And industries of, if, if not even, if not full on manufacturing, logistics and distribution has become a thing again, uh, in this, in this region. I'm going to say region because I live in a corridor, uh, that you have to, if you want to go through the state, it starts right here, 30 miles from where I am. It's the state line. And so I lived on a, uh, transportation. There's a core, I live in a corridor where transportation and literally logistics, um, is, was a thing from here all the way to Atlanta. And within this, uh, I know from here it's okay. 30 miles, 45 miles 
this side of the state because it's 30, I'm 30 minutes, 30 miles to the state line, another, another 16, 15 miles into the Atlanta city limit. So 45 miles within this first 45 miles from entering the state from the West, entering the state from Alabama, the first 45 miles had to do with a particular industry dealing with logistics, warehousing, manufacturing, all of that uh, went on within this first 45 miles, even to the point, a lot of it even went on within the first 15 miles inside the city of Atlanta. You had your auto manufacturing. Uh, we had uh, boulevard, industrial boulevards all over within the first 45 miles of coming into the state of Georgia. And, and that, even if you came from the North, um, came from the South, those first 45 miles had to do with that, and, and actually, if you came from the south, you're probably talking about the first uh, 100 miles, you know, if if not more. I'm just trying to think of the measurement of the state if I take a sip of lemonade. And so over the last, um, over the last 10 years, um, or five, I guess five, I would say five, not to mention the movie industry, you know, so... I'm, I wonder if the question is, if you say these things could open, if you can open a bowling alley, can you then go back on a film set? You know, so you've got to wonder, was this a test pattern? Oh, I'm going to throw this out there, see how people respond to that. If that's okay, then maybe we can do this. You know, don't get stuck on just the one thing. Don't get stuck on what's just been put in front of you. Let's not get stuck on that. Because if you can open a bowling alley or you can open a gym, uh, can the state's number one industry start up again? Filmmaking? You know, I mean, you can social distance a little bit on that, you know. But the thing about it is, who wants to be the first? Who wants to be the first to try it? Who wants to be the first to try and fail? Who wants to be the first to have a death on on set or because of you providing an elective service? Um, and, I, and I saw uh, I saw some salons immediately post in barbershops, we won't be opening. We won't be doing this and the other. And if they do, they're saying that, hey, one client, you know, one client, and this is how it's going to work. Because I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, it's a licensed profession. It's a, it's a highly sanitized profession on that. But my question is why throw them under the bus and what is, what's the real reason for that? What's the real industry you're trying to open, um, that you thought, oh, well, and I, 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 and I almost think they thought they would appease people with that because what's the thing we've been complaining about? Oh, we can't get the grooming done. Can't get the grooming done. You know, you got to keep going, but you can't get the grooming done, right? Were they trying, you know, and I, and I guarantee because the man doesn't think that hard, okay? He doesn't think that hard, doesn't think that long. What if they said those things just to kind of appease us and now they're getting the pushback and then they're going to backtrack, right? What if they did that and, and, and they were going to like appease us and then come with these other industries um, that are largely the money makers for, I mean, like the real money makers for the state and for other industries, let's appease the people. And then we can do these other things on that. It's like, just like the elected work, just like elected workers, like you knew that some, some industries 
really did have elected worker, but then they had all those loopholes in there where other industries were able to say, well, we need, we got elected workers as well. You know, and no, not really, but okay, there's a loophole, go ahead, you know, and those kind of things. A limited dining in the restaurant. Who, you really, yeah, I really do miss sitting in the restaurant. But can I go and sit at, am I going to trust that that table, I mean, hell, the table wasn't all that clean in the first place, right? How many times have you gone and dined and you come home like, wait, I feel like I'm catching a cold, right? Uh, Again, wash your hands. Um, Don't touch your face. I think that we can spread this thing out. I think that we can um, employ or deploy some habits and things like that. So, yes, we can begin to start to venture out because I'm like in the house all day and then I go walk the dog and then I remember, oh, man, we got a whole life going on out here. Did the governor throw this other stuff under the bus in order to open the floodgates or any kind of gate? For something, you know how they try to say uh, uh, the tide raises all boats. Did he drown these? Okay, because they they that didn't float. That didn't float. Nobody's boat. It gave a lot of anxiety at all levels. Uh, uh, will we see the Will we see the governor backtrack? Will we see the governor backtrack, or was this really about other industries? You know, did he announce this yesterday, and now he's going to announce the real stuff today, and so on and so on? Well, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he ain't announcing nothing else because everybody done called him in every word but a child of God, and I never would have signed him the child of God anyway, because um, his first his first campaign, his first video, uh, I think wasn't he the one with the gun? Yeah, that's what we're dealing with in Georgia. But listen, America knew it had a state named Georgia and keep an eye on them folks. That, that's been a long thing. Uh, but my bloodline has been able to survive here for a while. And we keep surviving here because we keep applying logic to a bunch of illogical people that run our state. And that's the question now. Um, but I'm going to ask my barbers and and i don't even have to ask because i've already been told you can go check out the timeline uh and definitely watch some of the conversation on on twitter i think there's a way we could safely i think we could safely get a haircut i think we can safely get hair get our hair done um because i mean it hell it's just like if you were to go to the doctor the hospital they use the same they use the same um techniques to keep people keep people safe and they literally could have been declared essentially they know if five, 10, 20 people can't go sitting up in the salon in the barbershop like you used to. But I think they could seriously um, work on a person, clean up the equipment, um, put things in place to, to shield. You know, you can have a shield. This like they can have a face. I mean, why not? Put on this, put on the scrubs, put on the face. And, and, and one of the reasons we can't is because we don't have enough for we have yet. We have yet to seen in dealing with this thing enough safety equipment for those who are dealing with this deadly crisis. That's the other thing. And I heard these three T's as I was listening to the mayor counter the governor. Uh, She was asked about testing, tracing, treatment. We have not gotten ahead on testing. We have not gotten ahead on tracing. And and we have not gotten ahead on treatment. Okay? So if the hospitals can't do it, are you then expecting the barbershop and the salon to to know that a person has been tested, has been is properly being traced, and has been treated? There's nothing out there 
um, unless without saying, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna need to before I before I cut your hair, I'm gonna need you to go show me a negative test." Right, and th there's nothing. And we don't even want to become that kind of society where we got to, quote unquote, mark people that are, quote unquote, not contagious. Yeah, okay, you need to, like, check a person's temperature, you know. You're coming up, in, but but you know what? You and, you and your person that provides in those services, y'all got some kind of relationship. You know, and yeah, there's a, you might go to a restaurant for the first time or you might go to a barber for the first time or a stylist for the first time. But for the most part, there's already some kind of established relationship there where you can have that kind of discussion. Have you been for the past two weeks? I do need to check your temperature. Yes, I'm going to wear my gloves and I'm going to do this and we're going to do the shield and we're going to keep the distance and we're going to make sure we clean. And yes, I've cleaned all of this down because and and get oh and guess what oh yeah the price is going up because all that stuff costs money all of that stuff costs money so now you know you might be paying double okay because uh, now I got to do all of this and in the time it takes to do that I'm not doing hair or uh, fitness training a person you know now I got to stop like in between clients I got to make sure I wipe down all this equipment and clean all this stuff down oh yeah that's time and that's money don't mess with my time don't mess with my money don't undermine my time don't undermine my money don't don't negotiate my time don't negotiate my money here's what this thing is here's what this thing looks like so if if you do reopen um do it with people you trust do it with do it with everything in place um if this industry if the industry was thrown under the bus let's fix that let's figure out what's really going on here and uh let's do this got about 30 seconds guys to tell you otherwise stay here and repeat myself and i'm not trying to scare you just trying to prepare you just trying to make some sense of this thing so that we can all get out of bed and go and get started and face another day another day the georgia governor we didn't sleep well but here's how we getting out of bed applying logic just supply some logic think about this thing a little bit more think about all those that are involved um think about using that work work because people have continuously had to work and come back and check out more episodes go to um just hey, listen just do me a favor have a great day and think uh, think about it and check on those you love do me a favor go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on twitter instagram and facebook it's all about the buzz yeah.